Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy's doing well today, family. I'm pumped up. Guess what? I'm so glad to talk to you. You know, we're in part two now in this series. Guess what? What is doubt? Part two. We back in the book of numbers. Like I said, I had a I had a gentleman write to me about this whole thing with faith where he felt that this is just that God is a cartoon. He he Jesus ain't is not real. And I understand that this brother has doubt. And I got to, you know, I was talking about faith and what faith is, and that faith is when you just put your hope in God, because guess what? Because God works in, in impossibilities, bringing it impossible possible. So sometimes when you're walking through uh, and, 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 you, and you're trusting God, it can get hard waiting on God. See, I'm going to be honest with you, you can get hard waiting on God, because that's one of the reasons why Abram and Sarai end up, uh, Sarai ended up telling Abram to sleep with Hagar, because guess what? God gave them a promise, but the promise seemed to not to be happening. And so when God gives us a promise or God gives us a word, we have to know that it's up to God to fulfill the work. It's up to God to fulfill the promise. But also, you know, so this gentleman wrote to me and, you know, and I understood that he had belief. You can't doubt nothing that you don't believe. He just don't understand the totality of who God is. And, but, uh, but also we have to understand that doubt keeps us from receiving from what God has for us. Did you hear that? The doubt keeps us from receiving what God has for us. You know, in Mark chapter nine, it talks about this father whose son that uh, he would get into seizures and the devil would throw him to the ground. It seemed like he was dying. And, and so as Jesus was talking to him, you know, he told Jesus, help me with my unbelief. Because all doubt is just a little unbelief. But let me tell you something. In the wilderness, because we'll be in the book of Numbers again. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. We'll be in chapter 11. We'll start at verse 16. We'll be looking at the reason why they didn't go into the promise. Because guess what? Every time God did something, they begin to doubt who God was. Did you hear me, family? They begin to think the doubt, doubt that God couldn't do it. They begin to doubt God. They begin to look back. Look at back where they were being mistreated, where they were being, you know, just not being treated right. And they talked about that as being something great. They didn't know that God was taking them into the promise that God was going to give them the best of what he had. He was giving the best of land. He was going to watch over it. You know, the promise is that God is going to watch over you from the beginning of the year to the end of the year forever. That's the promise with God, family. I want you to understand this. God can make things change. I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't care what you're facing. You have to know that God can step in that he can change your situations and circumstances, that he can do it. Understand that God can do anything and everything that he says he can do. We got to hold on to God by our faith in him, not in men. Let me tell you something. You got to have faith in God. Guess what? I trust God. Guess what? I, family, I'll be honest with you. I got a little of this, a little of that, some of that going on. But guess what? I didn't give it all over to God because guess what? I'm trusting in God. I'm believing in God that God can do whatever he said he can do according to his word. Did you hear that? I'm believing and trusting God that he can do whatever he said he can do by his word. Family, I want you to know in 2022, this family is going to be a family that's going to be praying for others. We're going to keep our tallies. We're going to keep our notes. We're going to keep on believing and trusting God when we don't see. We're going to be, and guess what? I want you to know 
that, hey, we're going to be praying and we're going to be praying for others. We're going to keep our journal and we're going to see that God, what he does in 2022 through our prayers. And I guarantee you, what you're going to find out is that God answer prayers. You're going to find out that God answered prayers, that God blesses his people, that God takes care of his people. Did you know that? You're going to know that God blesses his people and take care of his people. God is true to his word. Let me tell you something. I don't care. You know, it's going to be a lot of people going to come at you and say, hey, you know, this God stuff is not real. You know, if he was really real, he would make himself known. We wouldn't go through all this chaos that's going on in the world. But guess what? But if, you, but if you're reading the word, guess what you're going to find out? You're going to find out that guess what? That all the things that's going on is written in the word. And what you're going to find out that if you begin to open your eyes, you can see God. That's what Elijah asked God to do for his service. He said, open his eyes so that he can see. And when he looked around, he saw angels all around a mountain with swords and flames of fire. And he realized, guess what? That the invisible world was more real than the visible world. Did you hear that? That the invisible world was more real than the world that we live in. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up today. You know, I haven't said it yet, but you know, I'm not going to go too long without saying it. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, guess what, family? It's on God's heart and mind as well. And let me tell you something, because look, every time you read the word, you'll see that God is concerned what's going on with his people. God is concerned what's going on with you. I want you to know that, family. I want uh, also, you know, one of the things I've been doing, I've been talking about where the podcast show has been hurt. Today is no different. Because I want to let you know that, hey, we can trust in God. But I thank y'all because this is what you do. You take time out your busy world to hear what God has laid on my heart. And guess what? That's a blessing. That keeps me encouraged. That keeps me motivated to know that God is speaking to me. And God is sharing his truths with me. And I want to let you know, family, I love you. And I'm talking about, but we're going to talk about doubt because I talked about faith. Might even go back to faith again. But I want to let us know that doubt is real and doubt cancels out what God has for you. Because guess what? Because if you believe that God can't do it, God doesn't operate in doubt. Because guess what? Whatever God says, it comes to pass. Check this out. Now, if you go into the, the book of Luke, you'll find out about old Zach, Zacharias and he's at the temple. And this angel, this angel by the name of Gabriel, archangel, comes to him and say, hey, guess what? You're going to have a child, and the man began to doubt. He said, no, he said, he said, your mouth is going to be shut. And the reason why he told him that, because he asked the angel, how do you know this? You know what he said? I stand before the presence of the living God. And But this angel is really trying to tell him that if God said it, it shall come to pass. Let me tell you something. Hold on to the promises that God is speaking to you. I'm believing that God will bless you. I believe that God will take whatever negative situation is in your life, that he would take it and turn it around, and that he will give you the victory that you so richly deserve. Get it? What you so richly deserve. Like I said, I want to talk about where the podcast show. Then we're going to pray. Then we're going to go die right into Luke. We're going to die right back into Numbers 11. We're going to be looking at this doubt and see what doubt is and see what the, how doubt works. Now, like on Facebook, I would like to thank the United States where I live at. I live in the state of Illinois. Uh, I live in the state of Illinois, but I reside in the city of Chicago. I'd like to thank the uh, country of Nigeria, the country of Ghana, the country of the Philippines, the country of Kenya, the country of India, the country of Cameroon, 
the country of the many Republicans, the country of Brazil, and the country of Bangladesh, family. But we're not done there because guess what? Now, if you have Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Transistor, FM, whatever your host station, uh, I'm going to talk about where we heard at there because guess what? This is a this is an international family. Guess what? We all over because guess what? Because God is all over. God is all over. He's using us to guess what? To share the gospel with people. Now, I would like to thank the United States again. Like I said, the state of Illinois, I live in Chicago. I like to thank the state of Texas, the state of South Carolina, the state of Massachusetts, the state of New York, the state of Louisiana, the state of Indiana, the state of New Jersey, the state of of Alabama, the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Minnesota, the state of Florida, the state of Colorado, the state of California, the state of Missouri, the state of North Carolina, the state of Maryland, the state of Georgia, the state of Connecticut, the state of Arkansas, the state of Wisconsin, the state of Virginia, the state of Oklahoma, the state of Michigan, the state of Kansas, the state of Iowa, and the state of Arizona. But we're not done there, family. We're going to uh, thank the country of Spain, the country of Australia, the country of Russia, the country of Germany, the country of Iran, the country of Sweden, the country of Japan, the country of Puerto Rico, the country of United Kingdom, the country of Canada, the country of South Africa, the country of Uganda, the country of Thailand, the country of the Philippines, the country of New Zealand, the country of Mexico, the country of Ireland, the country of Finland, the country of Ecuador, the country of Chile, and the country of Belgium. That's the family right there. But family, but we're gonna we're gonna open up and pray. Then we're gonna dive into this thing. What is doubt part two? Numbers 11. Because guess what? Doubt will counsel out what God wants to do for you. And I don't want us to live in doubt. I want you to know that God can do it, that you can trust in God because God is able to give us what we need. And He just does not meet us in our spiritual realm, He meets us naturally too. So let's pray. Oh precious Father, name your son Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for the we pray for the world, Father. We pray for the nation of Ukraine, Father. We pray, Father, for the nation of Russia, that they come together, that they come in peace, Father, that whatever's going on there, that you would send the right men and women of God up peace there, that they would show up and give them guidance, Father. But, Father, we pray for the world. Father, I pray for everyone who listens to the podcast, Father, that you would bless them, that you would take whatever negative situation in the world, that you would turn it around, God that you would bless them, that you would show up for them, Father, that you would open the windows of heaven and pour them out a blessing that they can't receive, Father. I pray, Father, for anybody who's struggling with you by doubt, Father, that you show up, Father, that they see that you answer prayers, that you truly care for them, Father. And like I say, whatever's on their hearts, whatever's on their mind is on your heart and mind as well, God. Let them see how much that you care for them and all the things that you want to do for them, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, man, family. Guess what? You know, I'm about to go off. I got something to say. I want you to be pumped up with me because we're going to see this thing out. Because let me tell you, uh, in the first part, we found out that the people in Numbers uh, chapter 11, we found out that the people, uh, they had a mixed multitude of people. Then they began to have a straight, a strong craving for meat. And then the children of Israel cried out. Then, then Moses went to God, God, why you got me in this situation, God? And then, you know, God said, hey, I'm, I'm going to help you. I'm going to appoint some people to help you. And God chose 70 men. To help him, but also God's now he's about he's about to not only sustain them spiritually, but he's about to give them something natural because they've been wanting meat. They were saying that the manna from heaven wasn't good enough, and the manna of heaven is just a representative of Jesus Christ coming down to earth. Family, you know, we're getting closer and closer to resurrection Sunday that this is Ash Wednesday. But let me tell you something. We're gonna be celebrating and celebrating because guess what? On that day that Jesus Christ went to the cross, guess what he did? He gave us victory over 
our adversary, and we have a right today to say, Abba, which means Father. We have a right to cry out to God and say, I need you, Father. I love you. So, family, I'm just pumped up today. We're going to start out in verse 16. I want you to see what God is getting ready to do. Because Moses was complaining, hey, God, you got all the songs. It's too much. I want to die. And so this is what God did. So the Lord said to Moses, gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them to the tabernacle of the meeting, that they may stand there with you. See, he said, this is what God tell Moses, hey, I ain't going to put all this on you. I'm going to get you some help, brother. I hear you. Uh, so I said, whatever's on your heart, man, you see that? This was on Moses' heart, man. He wanted to die, but just he said he needed help. And so God said, hey, I'm going to want you to grab these seven leaves that you know. I want you to come to, I want y'all to come to me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to anoint them just as I anointed you. And, and hey, y'all going to be able to work together. The burden won't be so much on you. So check it out. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take the spirit that is upon you, and I will put the same upon them, and they should bear the burdens. Did you bear the burdens of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone? You're not alone, podcast show. Guess what, baby? It's not our one person. But guess what? We are multitude of people praying around the world. Guess what? That means that God is blessing us, that God is taking us and taking us around. Hallelujah. Can I, can I get a shout? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's praise God. Here we go, family. He says this. Okay. Now, then you should say to the people, consecrate yourself for tomorrow. And you shall eat meat, for you have wept in the hearing of the Lord, saying, who will give us meat to eat? See, now God has to answer that prayer. You don't think God answered prayer, but guess what? This prayer going, this, this, this is going to come with a, a price. Let me tell you something. But let me tell you something. You can trust in God. God is able. God can do what he said he can do. I want you to know that you can depend and trust on the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, family. Let's get excited. Let's go ahead on. He says this. He says, consecrate yourself. He says, for tomorrow, and you shall eat meat, for you have wept in the hearing of the Lord, saying, who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Now, how can it be well in Egypt when you're a slave? Now, you're in the wilderness, but guess what? You got freedom. You don't have no taskmasters over you. But you're going to tell God, hey, I'd rather go back to that. Because guess what? Doubt. Doubt will cancel it out. Let me tell you something. So these people, yeah, as, as we go on with this series of doubt, we're going to find out that they're going to stay in the wilderness for 40 years. Because guess what? Because they doubted and they couldn't believe that God could do it. Let me tell you something. This is a known, this is what theologians say. They say that, hey, it's only maybe an 11-day journey to get to the promised land. But they're going to spend 40 years there. Understand this. God knew this from the beginning. God knows the ends for the beginning. Let me tell you something. You know that Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness. And the reason why he spent it, not just because he was on a run, because he had killed someone. It was because he was being trained by the most high. Because guess what? That same area, that's where the children of Israel would be at. And he would be able to lead them because guess what? He had been there for 40 years himself. Did you hear that? He had learned the terrain. He knew what was going on. So he's the perfect person to lead them in the wilderness. So here we go. We're going to see how, see how wonderful God is. God raised Moses up. Guess what? When things fell apart for him, he took off into the wilderness. God was preparing him because guess what? God knows the important time. Let me tell you something. I'm going to pause right here. I want to just want to share this with you. 
I know that you and me, we are concerned with time. But God's not concerned with time because he's the author and the finisher of our faith. If God, he can do it. You got to know that God can do it. I don't care what you're struggling with. You got to know that God can do it. I don't want you to reason in your mind because reason brings doubt. That's why I got the shirt reason. Because guess what? If you begin to reason, you begin to doubt God. Let me tell you something. Don't reason. Trust God because God can make it happen. Whatever God says he can do, he can do it. I want you to know it. I want you to know it for a fact. And so I will be talking about doubt because doubt will counsel out the promises what God has for you. Understand that God can do it and he can do anything he says he can do. Now, check it out. We're going to go ahead on. Now we in verse 21. Check it out. I want you to see it. But let's go back. Let's go back. I don't want to. I don't. I want you to get the full thing. Here we go. We're going to go back. He says, consecrate yourself for tomorrow and you shall eat meat. For you have wept in the hearing of the Lord, saying, Who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore, the Lord will give you meat, and you should eat. You should eat not one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils because you're loathsome. Did you see this will happen? Now, they wanted this meat. Now, what God is saying, hey, I'm going to give you so much meat. I'm not going to give it to you for one day. I'm going to give it to you for the next 30 days. It's going to become such a bother to you that you're going to want the manna from heaven because you ain't even want to see no meat because guess what? Because God was providing from you. He was feeding you from heaven. Did you hear that? This is how Jesus Christ, he come down from heaven to earth. The manna. Jesus is the true manna. I want you to understand this. Jesus is the true manna which comes down from heaven. Did you hear that? He's the true manna which comes down from heaven. Did you hear that, family? He's the true manna. I want you to get excited with me. I want you to get pumped up with me. I want you to see what I'm talking about, family. You got to know that God can do it. Hallelujah. Just stay excited with me. And he says this. I'm, 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 I'm just going to say it. I want you to see it. You should eat not one day nor two days nor five days, nor 10 days. Did you hear? He says, but check this out, nor 20 days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and become loathsome to you because you have despised the Lord who is among you and have wept before him saying, why did we ever come out of Egypt? Say, I was saying, God, hey, why did you bring us out of there? You got us in this place. We suffered. Man, come on, God, what's wrong with you? See what I'm saying? But they didn't know that God's holy. God can do whatever he said he can do. You keep walking with God, family. You keep trusting in God. Understand this. God can do anything. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what the bills look like. I don't care what the doctors say. Guess what? We can pray and talk to God. And guess what? God can intervene. Let me tell you something. That's what he did for Hezekiah. Now, if you go to the book of Isaiah and you begin, or you go to Kings, you can read about Hezekiah or Chronicles. But let me tell you something. This is what happens. Isaiah the prophet, go tell Hezekiah, guess what? Get your house in order because you're about to die. And this is what they say. Hezekiah turned towards the wall and begins to weep and cry to God and say, guess what? I haven't had a good life. And God gives him 15 more years because God changed the outcome because God is God. God can do it. Let me tell you something. 
You got to know that God can take your situation. And whatever you're dealing with and whatever's going on in your life, that he can step in and change it. Don't you give up on God? Because guess what? God won't give up on you. And I got to say it one more time. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, guess what? It's on God's heart, man. Be excited with me. Be pumped up. Because guess what? They wanted me. They going to get it. They don't get a whole bunch of it for 30 days. I want you to see it, family. I want you to understand. Because they despise the Lord. They cried and they said, hey, we did better in Egypt. Did you hear that? How can you do better being a slave? It's impossible. Hallelujah. Here we go. As we go ahead on, we're going to go down to verse 21 now. And Moses said to the people, who I'm among are 600,000 men on foot. See what I'm talking about? See, now, they only count men. You just understand this. When the children of Israel left Egypt, they could have been either way to a million or maybe two million people. And also, they had a mixed multitude following them. They had other people. Hey, let's go too, man. Hey, leaving. Let's get them on out of Egypt. Let's get them on out of Egypt too. Let's see what they God going to do. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Let's see what they God going to do. Hallelujah. And so the mixed multitude, remember like this, they had the craving and they and they, and they made the children of Israel begin to crowd uh, out against God. Understand this, doubt will keep you in the wilderness. But let me tell you something. But if you exercise your faith and say, God, guess what? I don't need to be here. Let me tell you something. God will bring you out. Because what God wants to do, God wants to take them to the promise. I told you on 11 day journey. You're going to spend 40 years when you can do this. And I want you to understand this. As we really conclude this, I want you to understand this. If you go to the book of Deuteronomy, you're going to find out, guess what? The God got tired of them going around and God just said, let's come on. Let's go into the promise. It's time to go ahead on. Because God is always teaching. Just like Christ was on the earth, always teaching his disciples, hey, that he wouldn't be here. But while I'm here, I must do the work that I'm sent here to do. Did you hear that? That's what Christ was here, to do the work that God has sent them to do, but also to train these disciples to go out and win the world for God. That's what their job was. That was their mission. That was their purpose. Guess what? Because in the Gospel of John, chapter 17, the high priestly prayed. Let me tell you something. These guys, Jesus said, for those who believe on their words, and guess what? We got a whole world believing because of the word that they spread about Jesus Christ. This is why we're celebrating, getting ready for Resurrection Sunday. It's coming, family. Guess what? We're in a season where God, guess what? God is always working. But I believe in this season, God is doing extra work. Did you hear that? I believe God is doing an extra work in this season. Let's go ahead on, family. And Moses said to the people, who am I among 600,000 men on foot? Yet you have said, I will give them meat that they may eat for a whole month. Shall the flocks and herd be slaughtered for them to provide? Now, Moses, he going to go, come on, man. God, what are you talking about? See, because guess what? He's saying with the natural eye, he's saying all these people, God, how are we going to feed all these people? I ain't got enough livestock for them. Did you get it? We ain't got enough. Guess what, boy? What God does, boy? God is a miracle worker. And we're going to have to see him work one because guess what? What he's going to provide for them is not going to take from nothing that they have already. Did you hear that? What God is getting ready to provide for them, did you hear that? It's something that's not going to take from anything that they have with them when they left Egypt. Let me tell you something. God can do anything and everything. Let's just stay in faith. Let me tell you something. I know it's hard. Fight the good fight of faith. Hold on to God. Trust God in his word. Here we go. I want you to see it. And Moses said, the people whom I am among are 600,000 men on foot. God know how many people there? 
God know what he got to do. Check it out. Yet you have said, I would give them meat that they may eat for a whole month. Shall flocks and herbs be slaughtered for them to provide enough of them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to provide enough of them? Let me tell you something. I, I keep trying to tell you, family. God works in impossibilities, bringing the impossible and then bringing the possible possible. You see, Moses is trying to figure out how it's going to happen. Because guess what? God already know what he's going to do. God knew it from the beginning of the foundation. And guess what God going to do? I want you to see it. Here we go. And the Lord said to Moses, did you hear that? I love to say that. And the Lord said to Moses, I got to say one more time. And the Lord said to Moses, has the Lord arm been short? He said, hey, man, I ain't got no short arms. This is God speaking. And the Lord said to Moses, did you hear that? And the Lord said to Moses, has the, the Lord arms been short? Now you should see whether what I say will happen to you or not. Did you God said, and you're going to see Moses. Understand this. God talked to Moses, man to man. Be like, hey, what are you talking about, boy? Let me show you something. Uh, and God is teaching just like Jesus taught his disciples. Understand this. God is teaching Moses. Guess what? I can do it. You ain't got to do nothing. All you got to do is trust in me. Keep on believing in me. Don't give up on me. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Check it out. Here we go. And the Lord said to Moses, has the Lord arms been short? Now you should see whether what I say will happen to you or not. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord. And Moses go back and say, hey, y'all hungry? Y'all want y'all Big Mac? Guess what? It's getting ready to happen. Check it out. Because they doubted God. They didn't think God can do it. They think God didn't care. They was thinking they better off. Check it out. So Moses went out and told the people the word of the Lord, and he gathered the 70, check it out, the 70 men of the elders, other people, and placed them around the tabernacle. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him. He took off the spirit that was upon him and placed the same upon the 70 elders. And it happened when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied. Although they had never did so again, check it out. Let me tell you something. Did you hear that? God, the same anointing that was on Moses, he put on the 70. Guess what? They had the same anointing. So guess what? They were all men. In other words, Moses was, God was using Moses to lead the people. But you see the God said they had the same anointing. He didn't give them no less anointing than Moses had. Did you hear that? Boy, you got to get pumped up. Because God is not a respected person, family. You got to know this. God is not a respected person. Did you hear that? He, the same anointing that was on Moses, rest upon the seventy. They had the same anointing. Was nothing different. Here we go. Check it out. But two men had remained in the camp. The name of one was Eladad, and the name of the other was Medad. Did you hear that? Check it out. They get you can't hide from God. God got something for you. God got nothing on you. He'll bring it to pass. And guess what? Check it out. They wasn't Nima there, but check it out. But two men, because God had reserved them, they didn't know it. But God's about to let the whole congregation of Israel know that these two boys, guess what? He got his sins on them. Check it out. But two men had remained in the camp. The name of one is Eldad, and the name of the other is Medad. And the spirit rested upon them. Now they were among 
those listed, but who had not gone out to the tabernacle. Guess what? They gonna lay back. They gonna lay back, but guess what? But when God put that spirit, he put the spirit on them all the time. This is why when Jesus speaks the word, he speaks the word, boom. And guess what it does? It goes out, boom. And it does what he says he could do. Did you hear it? Go, boom. It does what it's supposed to do. Check it out. I want you to see it. And check it out. And so you see this. And the spirit rested upon them. Now they were among those listed, but who had not gone out to the tabernacle, yet they prophesied in the camp. Did you hear it? And a young man ran and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad prophesied in the camp. You know what this young man is? Guess what? He going to lead them into the promise. But guess what? He said, hey, what's going on? But let me, let me show you how much love that Moses had and how much Moses respected God. Check it out. Here we go. Then Moses said to him, are you zealous? Are you zealous? He said, he says, for my sake, oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. And Moses returned to the camp and he and the elders of Israel. Jesus said, hey, let me tell you something. I want everybody to have God. You hear what Moses said? I want everybody to have some. Boy, you got to get pumped up with me because I'm on edge, boy. If I had some wings, you'd see old Danny have flying around. But let me tell you something, family. I want you to know that God can do it. Understand this. God can do whatever he said he can do because it's written in his word. Family, I'm so pumped up today. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to celebrate because you know I got to say it. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's in your mind, guess what? It's on God's heart and mind just as well because we see that, hey, Moses had a concern. And God said, hey, I'm going to do something. Now, check it out. Boy, we about to we about to finish up. I know you said, Danny, you're long-winded, but guess what? I'm about to stop, family, pretty soon. Here we go. Now, a wind went out from the Lord. Did you hear it? The wind went out from the Lord. There you go. Here we go. And it brought quail from the sea, left them, guess what, fluttering near the camp, about a day's journey on the side and about a day's journey on the other side, all around the camp and about two cubits above the surface of the ground. And the people stayed up all that day, all that night, all the next day, gathering the quail. Did you and they stacked up, man. God, man. Then God can open the borders of heaven, and pour out a blessing. Again, family. God can open the borders and pour out a blessing. You gotta get pumped up with me because I'm on edge. Here we go. Hallelujah. Here we go. And it says, Who gathered the least gathered ten homes, and they spread them out for themselves and all around the camp. Guess what? Boy, it was so much food. Golly, boy, so much meat, boy. Woo, let me tell you something, but my brother-in-law, he can barbecue. He probably barbecue about 100 quails. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Let me tell you something. God can do it, family. You got to trust in the Lord. Check it out. But while the men, but, but, just, but, while, but while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was aroused against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. So he called the name of the place Kibrat Hathavat because they buried they buried the people who had yielded to the craving let me tell you something boy god went off baby he fed them but guess what those who cried out hey he said hey uh-uh y'all gotta get up on out of here let me tell you something family. don't let doubt keep you from the blessings don't let doubt keep you from seeing god understand this family god can do it we just got to fight the good fight of faith like paul said but i got to close out prayer. i got some things to do but let me tell you something. i'm gonna probably slide over to the podcast show a little bit later I'm going to record something just on being a podcast show, so I want you to be looking out for it. So if you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Transistor FM, or Spotify, 
please check it out. But let's close in prayer, family. Oh, precious Father, name Son, Jesus Christ. I just thank you for today. God, I ask you to bless your people all around the world today. Father, I ask you to open the good, good, good window of heaven, Father. Pour them out a blessing where they won't have room enough to see them. Let them see the quails stack up, God. Just bless your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, I'm out of here. I want to tell you I love you. I'm praying and believing that God will bless you. I want to let you know, keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. Put your faith in God. And guess what? He, he'll fight for you, God. God can do it. Let me tell you something, family. I love you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye-bye. can't wait to talk to you later. Bye-bye, family.